Merkel Media. I guess it's time to go back in time. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Time is but a stubborn illusion. I have a lot of memories of the past. People are time traveling within themselves. Time travel is possible. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Okay, I'll reload it. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I am your host, Tony Merkel. Thank you for being here. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. That's theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. And if you're interested in some extra shows every week, go ahead and become a member to theconfessionalspodcast.com because we release an extra show every Thursday for members only. Except this week we're releasing four extra shows, which means we're switching it up a little bit. Yesterday on Monday, we released a member-only show. Today, Tuesday, we're releasing a public show. Wednesday, we're releasing a member show. And Thursday, to wrap up Halloween, we're releasing another public show for you on Halloween. I hope you guys enjoyed the extra content this week. I'm really excited about putting it out, and I really hope you enjoy consuming it. Now, today, we have Mo coming on the show who saw a Bigfoot in Pennsylvania, but what he saw is something most people never see, which is not only a Bigfoot, but this thing had no face. He comes on to talk about what he saw here in Pennsylvania. Let's go. Okay, today I have Mo coming on. Mo, how you doing, man? 
Great, great. How about yourself? I'm doing good, doing good. So uh, you've had a Bigfoot encounter that uh, you've been learning more about as time goes on. So uh, why don't you just start us off with this encounter that you had? Where were you? What happened? Uh, describe to us what you went through, man. Okay. Um, a friend of mine, were, we always hunted up in Clarion County, Pennsylvania, western Pennsylvania, a little borough called Truitsburg. It's probably smaller than, if you remember, Walnut Grove on Little House on the Prairie. Uh, very wooded, deep woods, and great for hunting, great game. And we went up, uh, it was like early to mid-90s, I'm not quite sure of the year. But we went up uh, the weekend before buck season, which is always right after Thanksgiving, just to check our spot, make sure everything was okay. Um, we took our shotguns um, and just sat in our spot all day long to, you know, see see what we could see. So when we, it was almost dark, we walked down to uh, our, our truck and uh, got in the truck and started uh, cruising on the road, just checking real slow, only going probably 10 miles an hour or so with the windows down, seeing if we could see any deer. When all of a sudden, from the left-hand side, this black, dark, seven- to eight-foot-tall thing just walked right in front of us. It was the darkest black that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, The arms on it were, it seemed like the arms were six-foot long. They were way down past, the hands were down past the knee. The, The hands actually looked like um hulk hands they were they were huge now this thing wasn't massive like i see in a lot of the videos as far as you know how how wide and i hear a lot of people say that they it was they looked like a bodybuilder this didn't look like it. it was massive it was big there's no way that this was a man you could tell right from the start this could only be one thing and i didn't believe in bigfoot I, I gave everybody a rough time if anybody ever said anything about it. But when this thing walked in front of us, and it was probably 10 to 15 feet at the most in front of our car, our truck. There's there's no way to mistake what this was. But it was so black, so dark. It stepped off a bank. And when it stepped, it's like it, it didn't even, it, like it was nothing to it. Like it. Like the feet hardly even touched the ground. And it took one step, and it was halfway across the road. And by the other step, it was on on the other side of the road. But when it was walking across, it turned to, like, look at us. And it was walking like, <clears throat> me, like, a, like a guy in a bar that's all juiced up, just walking around with his arms, you know, all puffed out. And when it looked at us... Um, there was no face and that kind of, that, that freaked both of us out. I, I checked out then when I saw that there was no face, I, I totally lost everything. Um, I think now that, uh, at the, when it looked at us, I, 
I'm not sure, but I think that that could have been infrasound at the time. I I've never heard of infrasound or anything like that. I had no idea, but all I know is a terror came over me and my friend, and we couldn't move. Um, I braced like we were going to be in a wreck or something, and uh, I just looked straight ahead, and it walked across. And after it crossed the road, I I looked down and I was shaking like. I, I was in detox or something. I, I couldn't stop shaking. Couldn't really say anything. And it, it just kept walking. Like, it could not care less that we were there, you know. And within 30 to 45 seconds, it, it was gone. It walked 75 to 100 yards and just kind of disappeared into uh, crab apples, you know, into the bush. And that was it. But it was it was terrifying. I mean, I've never been so scared in all my life, and it still it still haunts me. You know, I I I went back last year finally to uh, to the same spot. I wanted to go back. I wanted to check everything out. I couldn't get out of the truck. I just uh, I finally found the spot, and I I couldn't get out. I started to shake. I started to sweat, and I I just I just went back back home because I live in Texas now. I went home back to Pennsylvania to hunt with my two uh, oldest sons, and uh, I, I couldn't do it. You know, and my my kids were just looking at me like they've never seen me act like that. You know, they they've never seen. I almost had a panic attack. Like I couldn't I couldn't even get out of the car. I just, I said, this is it. And then I just started shaking. I said, we got to go. And they asked me why. I thought you wanted to check this out. I said, no, we got to go. I didn't have a weapon. Didn't, you know, I was no way would I get out of that vehicle without a weapon after what I saw. And, uh, it scarred me. I mean, we, we went hunting closer to our hometown. And, uh, one day I was sitting at my at a spot and you know some people hunt they put on a drive they'll they'll hit trees or something well i heard a knock and went into a full panic attack and we had little walkie talkies i talked to my son i said we gotta we gotta go i'm not feeling well uh my back's hurting real bad we have to go and and just as fast as i could i got out of the woods and that was it i was done hunting I went the whole way, flew the whole way back. As soon as I heard that knock, I was done. Uh, I don't care if I hunt again or not. And, you know, it, it just, it kills me that that, that was, that was my Christmas was deer hunting. And, you know, I lived for it. And now I, I don't care if I ever go back. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame you, man. Uh, I, I'd be pretty terrified myself to, you know, go back out there hunting and stuff if uh, I knew it was waiting for me. Uh, tell me about this infrasound. Now, I mean, you come to the conclusion that you think you were hit with infrasound. Uh, did you feel anything or, or how did that yeah. whole thing work out? Um, when I think, you know, I was shocked when it, when it was walking down, but when, when it turned, like the head kind of turned, not just the head, though, like, the neck and everything, the shoulders, everything turned towards us. And Tony, there, there was not a face there. 
it, this was so black that it was like blue. He, he, I've never seen this color black before. Um, it's like three times as dark as a black bear. I've never, I can't describe it. I, I, I don't know how to explain it because I don't understand it myself. But it was a blackness, a darkness that kind of like, like it engulfed itself. And as soon as it did that, it's like something hit me. And I, I pushed myself back in the seat like I was going to, like you're bracing yourself for a wreck. Um, and I couldn't move. And I broke out into a sweat. I started shaking. Like, I just, I can't ex describe how scared I was. And after a few years, I, I asked my, my friend, I said, you know, we, we never talked. I said, I've been listening to some podcasts and things. And, you know, people, people say that they, they have these encounters and they never talk about it. I said, we've never talked about it. I don't even remember us driving home after that. And he, he said he, he he doesn't remember either. And he says, I don't know why we don't talk about it. You know, we're best friends. He's like my brother. My my son is named after him. But we talk about everything. And we talk all the time on the phone, even though I'm living in Texas now. And, you know, as soon as I go home, my, I see my kids. And then the next part is I go see them. And we still never talk about it. And he, he, does, he doesn't want to. I keep asking him about it. And he, he's told me he said morris it's not that we didn't see a face it had no face there was nothing there but it wasn't like it was empty it was just it's kind of like like it just kept um imploding on itself and it i i couldn't move he said he couldn't either and you know listening to your podcast that's where i first heard infrasound i'm like what what are they talking about and, and i kept looking it up and, and I really believe now, I didn't believe in ghosts, I didn't believe in that, anything like that, but I, I don't know, I don't know what we saw, I mean, it wasn't just an animal, I just got this feeling of pure hate and pure, like a beast, um, you know, I don't know if I want to say evil, I, I want to say evil, but I, I, I don't know, when that thing turned around, everything in my body was just terror that's the only thing i felt was terror and um my i asked my buddy the same thing and he said yeah he said i've never been so scared in my life and he said every time that i bring it up to him he has nightmares and i do too there's there's certain times you know some some of your shows when talking about demons and things like that that brings it back it's like i wonder if that's what we saw because there was something more than just an animal there. The more I, the more I read and I, I, I get information on this thing, it was more than just an animal. There was something, something more. I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about paranormal, but this thing put a fear into me that I've never felt, never. And now it's I'm kind of hooked on the whole subject. I want to find out more. But it's like the more information I find out, the less I know. I I I can't explain it, but it's 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 scary, you know. And it's 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 haunted me. And last year when I went when I went out to hunt, and I couldn't get in those woods and stay in those woods, you know, uh, it's like there's something more to this. This I just didn't see 
an animal. There's something that that has a hold of me that, you know, when I heard that knock, and it didn't sound just like, it sounded like someone had a ball bat and hit a tree. It didn't sound like someone just had a stick tapping a tree. This was loud. And as soon as I heard that, everything in my body said, get out, get out now. And I was gone. I, I contacted my boys and we were gone. And they're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm shaking. And, and I just said, we got to go. We got to go. And, and I was gone. And that, that, you know, I went back. I spent two weeks just sitting there. I didn't go back out hunting. I wasn't going back out in the woods. And I want to. I, I really want to. But I don't know. That, that, that fear, everything started coming back. And, you know, I, I grew up hunting. I used to coon hunt and everything. And I, in the middle of the night, I would be out in cemeteries. And I've never seen or heard anything. You know, I, I've worked in hospitals. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've never seen any ghosts or anything like that or heard any noises. But um, I used to, I just didn't believe anybody. I gave everybody a hard time. And now, I'm, you know, I put my foot in my mouth because anything's possible. You know, there. I just realized that there's more out there than what I thought. You know, I feel like I'm in the matrix now. I took the pill and I don't know what's out there, but now I believe the monsters really do exist. Okay, let's take a break real quick and talk to you about cat litter. That's right. We're going to talk about pretty litter. And I figured the best thing to do would be to bring in my wife to talk about the pretty litter because she's a pretty lady. So, Lindsay, what's up with pretty litter? Well, Pretty Litter is a cat litter that we just started using recently, and I want to give you a little bit of background about why we started using it and why I really like it. So for 17 years, I had three cats. They were my little furry friends. I took care of them. I gave them their medicine. I was responsible for all of their needs. And now I'm sorry to say that we only have one little cat friend left. Unfortunately, in the last year and a half, we lost two of those cats to cancer. And now we are using Pretty Litter because it actually monitors your cat's health. And because we have one remaining cat, I want to make sure that her health is as good as it can be. Pretty Litter changes colors to detect any underlying illnesses in your cat before urgent medical care may be needed, which saves you money, it saves you stress, and potentially could save your cat's life. And there's a few more bonuses to switching to Pretty Litter that I found out. Uh, For instance, you order Pretty Litter online and it gets shipped right to your door in a small, lightweight bag that actually lasts the entire month. So you're not buying cat litter every single week at the grocery store and carting it home. There's no more running to the store. There's no more heavy bags. And Pretty Litter also offers next level odor protection, which means it uses these super absorbent crystals that they trap and conceal odor. So there's no smell. There's no mess. There's no cat litter smell floating around. Yeah, that's a big thing. The cat litter box smell. I hated going down the basement and smelling that cat box as I was going down the stairs. And with this, I just said it this weekend. We were downstairs in the basement with you, me, and my parents. It didn't smell bad at all down there. I was really impressed by it. But anyways, for you guys, do what I did and switch to Pretty Litter today by visiting prettylitter.com and use the promo code TONY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code TONY for 20% off. prettylitter.com, promo code 
Tony. You know, it's it's one of those things where when you are when you're looking for the answers and you're trying to find answers, you can get easily frustrated with the idea that you're not getting anywhere. And when you feel like you answered one question, 10 other questions pop up. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people that have been looking for this creature and trying to find answers and they spent their entire lives and have gone to the grave with, you know, uh, no, not really having the answer they want and stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just part of the process here. I mean, really, un- until, you know, people want to say it's, it's government cover up. Some people want to say there's a, the supernatural aspect to it. Uh, but until either these things, the government or God is ready to reveal them to people, I, I don't think that we're going to really get the answers we want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I, I've heard you say the, you really want to see one and everything. I'm telling you, when, when this thing came down, there's no way you could mistake this for a man. I mean, I've had friends um, try to tell me since I've been opening up about it that, oh, it was just a big guy in a hoodie. You know, I don't know anybody seven to eight foot tall that's going to be dressed in black in hunting season in Pennsylvania. You know, you live in Pennsylvania. You're just not going to do that. But the size of this thing, there's no way you can tell me that this was a man. The fingers on this were so long and so big, it was like Hulk hands. And it was so big, and it moved. It moved so kind of, I want to say like graceful. It didn't bebop. It was kind of lean forward, but it covered so much ground. Like it wasn't even, it, it didn't walk like we walk or Anything. It didn't look like a gorilla. It, it just—I don't know what it looked like. It, it was, it, but it was so big. It was—it was just too big to be a man. I, I, you know, I've seen football players. I've seen wrestlers. That you know, I, I always said, I, you know, how hockey players are are, are tall, but they're, they're kind of thick, but they're not massive. You know, this thing was as tall or taller than a basketball player, but kind of built from listening to everything um i'm kind of thinking now i might have saw like a young adult male because it wasn't massive like what other people seen but it was seven to eight foot tall and it was big it it was big it was twice as big as any man i've ever seen but it just wasn't real thick like what i've heard in pictures that i've seen it wasn't that thick um but it was huge. It, it, if you would see this thing, and it, this thing walked 10 to 15 feet in front of our vehicle tops. That's the furthest it was away. And Tony, when it turned, if there was a face, we would have seen it. We would have seen something. That's how close it was. We would have seen something, but honest to goodness, they're just, there's, there was nothing there. It was just like total blank. And as soon as it turned towards us and it never missed a stride it just kept going but it's just like bam this thing hit both of us and i remember just like bracing like like we were gonna wreck and i couldn't i couldn't move from there i was shaking but i I couldn't i couldn't untense my legs up and i broke out into an instant sweat i don't know why that happened but instantly boom i was sweating and 
my hands were shaking so bad that uh, um, when I looked down, I'm like, oh my gosh, what the hell is going on? And I looked back up and this thing just kept walking. And it, within 30, 45 seconds, it was gone. It, it just kind of, it didn't, it didn't seem like it moved um, like around a little tree. Cause it was, you know, it was brushy like crab apples and stuff like that. It just went straight and then it was just gone. It didn't kind of disappear a little bit. It just was kind of walking and boom, it was gone. But there was, there, there's something more than just an animal to what I saw. And, you know, I, I, I don't like to admit it. And because all my life is like, oh, there's no ghost. There's no ghost. You know, I was wrong. I, I mean, I, I was dead wrong because the, the fear that come over us, I mean, we were shocked when this thing walked out. But when it excuse me, when it turned our way, I mean, I we we just felt something hit us. You know, I could feel it in my stomach. I felt like I was gonna throw up. There was just I thought well maybe I just couldn't see a face and, and I was kinda like in shock and I was gonna make myself sick and you know, and it wasn't like a very proud moment. I didn't feel like I handled it very well and just because it walked across, but um, I, I can't explain the fear. The the fear is what what keeps coming back. When I went back last year into the woods and I heard that knock, that fear, everything come back. And, and I'm telling you, I'm 54, and I almost ran out of those woods. You know, my... my two adult sons and a four-year-old. My adult sons, I beat them to the to the vehicle by like 10 minutes. I'm just waiting. And I'm standing there with my gun loaded and, and my head on a 360 just looking around, scared to death. You know, I was just horrified. And I, I, I don't want that feeling again. If it, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hunt again or not. I was supposed to go back this year, but uh no interest in it. Yeah, I can understand that, man. Uh, are you the only one that kind of jumped into this whole, you know, looking into the topic and trying to understand what you experienced? Or, uh, you know, are you, is your friend doing this as well? No, my my friend doesn't want to, I, I try to talk to him about it, but every time I do, it's like a yes or no, yes or no. You know, um, there's some other people from Butler County that have like a paranormal group that uh, were interested and I gave them their name and stuff, but he, he really doesn't want, want to talk about it. It just brings up um, some things that he doesn't want to talk about. But he, he told me that he's, he has some friends and uh, used to work that drive uh, around to check gas wells and stuff like that. You know, they go out in the middle of nowhere and drive up these power lines and check these gas wells. And he said, they've, they've all, they've all had sightings encounters, whatever you want to call it. But this is, this is the only time I saw it. And, you know, part of me really wants to see it again. I mean, I was so psyched out. I was, I wanted to go up there. I had my GoPro and everything. And I'm, I'm just, I'm all ready. And, you know, when we first got to, to the spot where uh, I had the siding, I, I was like, no, I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to know. I do, but I don't. I chickened out. <laughs> I just, 
chickened out. I was like, no, I'm not, you know, and my, my son's like, come on, dad, come on, dad. It's like, no, you don't understand. And I'm like, are you okay? And said, yeah, I'm okay. We need to go. Let's just go. You know, and I just kept thinking, I'm not going to put my sons in harm way. I'm not going to do this to them. And so we just left. And, you know, we the place we hunted was 30 miles away. And uh, as soon as I heard that knock, I was done. I was done. So we got to go. But I just told them that my back was hurting real bad and um, I had to go home. But when they when they got to me at the vehicle, they saw that I was shaking and they said, are you okay? Because I'm, I'm looking all around and making sure that there's, um, you know, nothing, nothing coming. Every time I heard a twig snap, I'm like booking right there. And like, oh, this is no good. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm dangerous. Here I am with a, a, a loaded weapon and I'm scared to death. That's not a good combination, you know? So it's just time to go home. So that was the last time I was in the woods. Well, I mean, have you told your boys, you know, what happened? Yeah, they they don't believe me. They really don't. Uh, my wife doesn't believe me. <laughs> Nobody does, really. They just uh, they just don't believe it. I you know, and I've I've asked them. I, I said, have, have I ever lied to you? What, have I ever lied? And they said no, but they just can't comprehend it you know especially when i i told them about this infrasound and things like that and that really got them because they're like really dad and i said i I would not put all this effort into a bullshit story you know i just it just wouldn't happen i'm just not going to do it but they 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 just don't they don't believe me they don't uh they just laugh at me and think I'm just trying to get a rise out of them. How long ago was this? I mean, that you, you had this experience? Um, it was early 90s. I, I want to say like 93, 92, or something like that. Um, and, you know, after that, I've hunted. I, I never went back to that spot. But I've hunted. I, I, I we moved to Texas um, in 2013. But I never went out um, in an area like we had that siding. I always stayed close to my my home. We lived in a rural area and stuff. And um, there was woods, but you could always see houses not too far away. Or, you know, I, I grew up in in that area, so I knew every everywhere where I went. I didn't go back up there, but uh, um, when when I went last year and I heard that knock, that was that was too close to home. That was that was only probably about a mile and a half, two miles from my friend's house, and I was done. Uh, I was I was done. This knock, it, it sounded like I know what people say when they say something like someone had a ball bat Babe Ruth hit a tree or hit a home run and that's what it sounded like it's a big crack and I just went into a full panic attack and that was it I was done I could not get out of those woods fast enough and it, there's just something about it I, I just I just know I, I don't know what it is 
know, like I said, I didn't believe in any of this. And, you know, and listening to people on your shows and stuff, it's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's something to that. And when I heard about the infrasound, it's like that, that has to be what hit me because when that thing first started walking down, it's like, oh my gosh. And there's no mistake in what it is. When, when you see it, you don't think that's a, that could be a big guy in a black hoodie and, and uh, black suit. You can't mistake. You, 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 it's just too big. But when that thing turned its head to us, and honest to goodness, there was nothing there in that face, and, and that fear hit both of us, um, that, that's, it wasn't just fear. It was terror. I mean, I, I was terrified. I, I've never felt that way. I, I couldn't move and instantly started sweating and shaking. And I have no idea what could cause that. I don't know if shock can cause that or, or not, but um, I couldn't move. I, I just, I, I, I couldn't get my my legs to stop, you know, because I had them pressed against the, the floorboards and I'm pushing, pushing back on the seat. Um, I couldn't. Until that thing was like forty yards away, that's the way I I was sitting. But it just kind of walked away. But it came down there, and its arms were out like like I said, like somebody like a bouncer in a bar just strutting through. Um, it could not care less. And the hands on this thing were so huge. I I remember seeing um, on the Big Bang Theory when they when they had the the Hulk hands. That's what I saw. I mean those huge hands and it just walked i mean it didn't do anything threatening to us or anything like that and uh, for years i couldn't understand why was i so afraid why i've seen a lot of stuff i've almost been run over by bear i've seen some crazy stuff but i've never felt fear like this you know i've been shot at before and everything nothing like this and i was sitting in a vehicle with the shotgun right beside me. And I, I, I just, I was terrified. I, I don't understand it. I can't explain it. And I, I just, I just come to the conclusion that, you know, we always have to, we have to know what, why everything is and we have to label it and understand it. And I just come to the conclusion that there's just things out there that, you have no idea, control, or anything. You know, I didn't believe in ghosts, demons, and stuff. And <laughs> your podcast, man, you, you're great. You freaked me out. Some of those podcasts, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's like, how do these poor people live? They're going through so much. And all I saw was this big-ass thing come walking past, and it changed my life. I couldn't imagine what these people were going through. God bless them, you know, and, and, you know, talking to you and stuff, I could see that, you know, you're doing a lot. You're helping them. You're, you're helping them to see that, you know, they're not crazy or other people went through it. And, you know, I, I just love your, your religious background and, and, you know, you're a good family man. You don't judge anybody. And, uh, You've got a great sense of humor, you know, and, and that helps people. That real, that really does. It's really nice that as far-fetched as this stuff is, just to be able to open up and talk about it and not be laughed at, 
or called a liar, you know. Why would anybody want to make something like this up? There's people that do that hoax thing and stuff like that. Why? I don't want this. I don't want people to laugh at me and, you know, think I'm lying and stuff like that. And I, I would love to know what it was and understand it, but, man, I I thought I wanted to see things again, but, nah, I don't. I'm I, I'm good. I, I'm good if I don't ever see anything like that again the rest of my life. I hope I get to the point where I can get back in the woods. But after last year, I don't know. I can definitely understand that because, you know, you don't expect to see something like that out there. And then when you do, uh, it flips your whole world upside down. I, I, I wonder, have you ever ch- had tried, tried having your kids and your family talk to your friend that was with you? Yeah, yeah, they have. And they and just they think just, you're both crazy. Yeah, yeah. They just think, you know, him and I used to, like I said, we did everything together. We used to DJ together back in the 80s and, and everything. And we worked together at a window factory and everything. We did, we did everything together. And, you know, there, there, there's, there's some crazy stuff. You know, one time I said I was coming down from his house. He lives along the river. And it's kind of like really hilly, like little mountains right there by the Allegheny, and uh, I said, I saw, I'm going down the road, and, and in the, I saw an organ grinder mon- monkey along the road, and they're laughing at me, and for six months, everybody's like, holy cow, he saw a Bigfoot, he's an organ grinder monkey, you know those little monkeys that the, used to have the organ grinders, remember the old black and white TV shows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking Well, <laughs> About eight months later, there was a veterinarian that had one of them, and it got out, but he didn't want anybody to know because I guess they're real valuable. So I did see one. <laughs> so I wasn't full of crap. I, I did see one on the road. That was his monkey. You know? And, yeah. And, but nobody believed me, and I said, I'm not going to lie. I, this is what I saw, and this is the same thing. People just like, you know, I mean, who would make up something like that? All right, let me talk to you about Shudder. Shudder is an online horror video streaming service. Shudder is just like the other streaming services online. I can't mention their names, so I won't, but they're just like that. So just trust me on that. You heard of the phrase something and chill? Well, this is Shudder and chill. I'm telling you guys, you're going to love this streaming service called Shudder. It has tons of horror content, anywhere from video series to movies to even Shutter TV, which is actually what I really enjoyed because I was able to log on to my account, hit Shutter TV on their website, and it's just like streaming a movie all the time, 24-7, constantly. Like if you were to go downstairs in your house and turn on the TV, the first thing you're watching, it's just constantly running. That's what this is on Shutter.com. All you got to do is hit Shutter TV and you just watch whatever's on or you can select a movie and they have tons and tons of content. I'm telling you guys, you're going to absolutely love Shutter. If you love the show and you love being creeped out and you love everything scary, Shudder is the way to go. You can stream great thrillers, horror, and suspense for only $5.99 a month or $56.99 a year. 
That's a lot cheaper than some of the other services. So get started streaming the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. Shudder's expertly curated collection includes titles like the acclaimed Tigers Are Not Afraid, One Cut of the Dead, Revenge, and the new Creepshow TV series produced by Greg Nicotero and based on the famous films by George Romero. To try Shudder free for 30 days, go to Shudder.com and use promo code THEConfessional. That's Shudder.com, S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com and use the promo code THEConfessional. There's certainly people out there that would make up a story to uh, garner attention, but not everybody, in my mind, can be lying uh, about their experience or just plain stupid and they're misidentifying a bear that's walking on hind legs. You know what I mean? Like, that's really the only two options you have. And when you take it into consideration, all it takes is for one person to share share the story and for it to be true for these things to actually exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I... I was just in a conversation with guys at work. I was I work late into the night, and uh, I came in around eight thirty at night. And the drivers that uh, drive for us at nighttime, they were in there getting their days going, and we were talking about Bigfoot and stuff because everybody knows I talk about this stuff. And the one guy mm-hmm. said to me, he goes, "You know, the, I'll tell you the strangest thing I saw driving down the road." He said, "Me and my buddies were driving." And uh, we just saw this thing run across the road, just bump, bump, bump. And it was on the other side of the road. And uh, he said, we all looked at each other and we like, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it, but I'm not going to talk about it. And uh, then, you know, I guess he pried and pried and pried until they finally uh, started talking about it. And they all agreed that they saw a monkey run across the road in the middle of Pennsylvania around State College. And I said to him, I said, you sure it was a monkey? And he's like, I tell you, it was a monkey. It ran across the road. And I said, I said, are you sure? And he's like, what else could it be? And I was like, well, (laughs) I got an idea. (laughs) But, you know, these these guys think that Bigfoot is, you know, either not real or it's just one of them or and the one is just completely full size and all that stuff. But, uh, you know they do start out small at times. So, (laughs) I mean, but who knows? Maybe it was an actual monkey like you saw. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I, the only person I told was my, was my friend because, you know, you just not going to tell people you saw a little monkey like that. And, <laughs> and, you know, of course he was, he started laughing. So he told everybody, but then like six, eight months later, he said, Oh, it was the vets. There was a retired veterinarian that lived up there and he had one and it got out but he didn't want anybody to know because I guess they're very valuable. So he was like, you did see it. That's what you saw. <laughs> so, yeah, that, you know, it, it, it's hard to, I almost don't want to, if there's anything kind of different, I don't want to say anything because it was like, Oh, here we go again. You know, but yeah, my, my, my boys and, um, they, they kind of don't believe me. But when I, I told them, I said, okay, so I'm going to take you up to this place and I, I'm going to explain to you what I've learned. And this is what you do if you see one. Don't run. Don't point the gun at it. You know, uh, and, and they're kind of looking. And 
When we were going up, though, both of them were a little antsy. I could tell they were a little apprehensive, you know, because I, I've never lied to them. I could BS with the best of them, but I'm a terrible liar. I just can't lie. Neither can they. And it, it just, I don't know how to explain. How do you explain something that you don't understand yourself? You know, I, I don't know what I saw, so I can't explain it to anybody. And, you know, like I said, that that fear that come over me is what, that's what stayed with me. I, I never understood why I was so afraid. And I hear other people's stories, and they went through so much. And I'm like, well, why, why was I so afraid? I was in a vehicle, and this thing just looked at me walking, taking a step and a half, and it was across the road, and I was so afraid. It's like, you know, why was I so afraid? I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I thought we were dead. It was just a, it was a fear like I've never, never felt. I, I couldn't imagine that kind of fear. And at the same time, and neither one of us remember driving home. I remember watching it disappear, not like it just disappeared, but just kind of walked into the woods, you know, and it was gone. But I don't remember driving home, and it's 30 miles from there to our house. Um, I don't remember driving home uh, or even the rest of the day. I I, I don't. Neither does he. So I, I don't know what happened or if we just kind of blocked it out or what, but um, neither one of us remember. But something made us that afraid, you know, and shake and sweat and um, that sick feeling in your stomach. Uh, I don't know if you feel that way. If you're, like, if you're doing a shock or something, if, if, you know, something startles you that much. But that's never happened to me before. You know, I, I've been out of the bar and people start shooting and I was, I was hitting the deck and I, I've never, I wasn't that afraid. I wasn't close to being that afraid. So I don't know. Uh, that's 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 what happened. I, I can't explain it. I would love to find out more, but I, I just I don't know. I, I I don't understand the 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 feeling, the emotion. And I thought after all these years that you know when I went back to the site, I'm gonna maybe see a footprint or something. And um, but Tony, I couldn't get out of the car. As soon as we stopped, I started having a like a panic attack i was like couldn't breathe it's like well, let's let's just go and my kids are like really we came the whole way here and it's been since the 90s since i was there it took us a long time to find um the, the exact spot because you know you get out in the country in pennsylvania all oh, those dirt roads going circles and you know you know you have no idea where you're gonna end up and we finally found it and I, I, I couldn't get out. I didn't want my boys getting out because, you know, I, I was afraid. I, I didn't want to put them in danger. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go back to the spot. You know, if I do, I'm going to be heavily armed. I know that, but you know, in a way that's stupid because I've been around guns my whole life. And I know, you know, some, someone that's very afraid and have a loaded weapon that's a dangerous combination. If you're out there and you were to see another one, would you, if, even if you didn't feel threatened by it, would you shoot it? No, no. Why? Well, the first, 
first thing is I learned if you see one, there's going to be more. And another thing is other people have shot these things and they keep coming, but they're hard to kill. You know, and if, if I just see one and it's not threatening me, now if it was coming at me, I would unload my weapon on it. I would have, I wouldn't even think about it, but I'm not going to start an aggressive situation with a, with a freaking monster. I'm not going to do it. I would if you know, if my life depended on it, I would try to take pictures and stuff, you know, pictures of it just for myself. I don't care if anybody believes me anymore. I know what I saw. Nobody's going to tell me that I saw an eight foot man come down, you know, and, and I said it was like three or 400 pounds. Scott said it was more like five or 600 pounds. It was big. So I, you know, I don't know the weight. I might've been off on the weight. I don't care how much it weighed. I just know this thing was huge. And when it came down, I was horrified, but I, 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 I would want to start any aggression towards one of them. I, I would like, love to see one, you know, um, but I don't know. You know, no, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to kill it. I mean, I, I don't, it, it has me scared. You know, part of me thinks if this thing is paranormal, what's a bullet going to do? You know, I tell you, this thing was 15, 20 feet right in front of me and it didn't have a face. What are you going to do with a boy? If it didn't have a face, and I'm telling you, honest to goodness, I've come to the conclusion, it's not that I couldn't see a face, because it was that close. There was no space there. There was just something, not like a fog or anything, but it's kind of like it um, imploded on itself. And it, it, there just wasn't a face, and it just, I don't understand it. That's what's driving me crazy. It's like, why wasn't there anything there? And as soon as that thing turned, we both got hit with that, whatever it was, uh, and that fear come over. I'm not going to shoot something like that unless I have to. Because, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, if, if it can put that kind of fear in me, uh, I'm not going to put a bullet into it unless I have to. I think if I saw one, I don't think I'd stop thinking enough to, to get a good shot. <laughs> you know, I I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'll... To be honest with you, I don't know how I would react if I saw one, especially up close or anything. Um, but I, I, I know I wouldn't be aggressive towards it as I had to, just out of fear. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what I'm dealing with. If it was a bear or something like I, I, I can, I know what it is, that'd be different. But I, I don't know what this is. I don't, I don't know. And I, I'm listening to other people's encounters and stuff. And what if there's some, there is something more to this than just an animal, you know, because I, I when I saw it, I I could see the, I you could feel the, like the like the animal beast and like the hate and it's just a, a real bad feeling that come over over me like you know everything was was like it just I want to say evil but I don't want to say evil because I don't want to sound like I'm crazy but I just had this horrible feeling like like it was evil like it was bad. When that thing turned, I'm serious. I thought I was going to die. I, I just, I don't know what that feeling was, but I don't ever want to feel it again. You know, when I was out in the woods, I had that knock, and it wasn't just a knock. It was, it sounded like 
a baseball player with a wooden bat hitting a, a home run. That's how loud it was. And I was done. It's something, everything in my body said, get out now, get out, get out. And that's never happened to me before. But, you know, I believe that, you know, we all, most animals have this instinct that if, if you, you know, you can sense fear or something, something that's around you. But I think we as people kind of ignore that. We, because we think we're top of the food chain and we're above all this and all that. But everything in my body said, go, get out. Like, this is not good. So I listened to it. I wasn't going to sit there. And, you know, and now, since then, listening to other people saying that, hey, they were going to go in the woods and they just had this feeling that they shouldn't go and, or that they should leave, but they didn't. And bad things happened to them. And I'm, I'm kind of glad I listened and I just got out. Never know, I may have saw something, or it could have just been somebody um, hitting a tree. You know, I could have just been fighting myself out. I'm, I'm not above saying that I just freaked my own self out. I, I'm not above that. But everything in my body said, get out of here. This is not good. So, And I listened to it. I was like, I'm gone. You know, so I I talked to my kids. I was walking when I, when I called the boys on the... Yeah, I know. And, and it's what a heck of a story, man. I mean, I you're the only person I've ever heard talk about a um, a Bigfoot with no face. And obviously, if it has no face, uh, to me, that there's some kind of paranormal aspect going on. Uh, do you, outside of it not having a face, I'm assuming everything else about it just seemed very physical and real, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't concentrate on like seeing if it was male or female or anything like that. I remember when it stepped down, uh, I noticed that the that the head wasn't round; it was kind of conical shape. But the first thing I noticed was the size of the right hand, uh, the fingers on it. It's just like, oh my gosh! And, and that's what I was looking at, and then it was so dark. I just like, what the hell is that? And telling you, if if you would see this color black, you'd understand. But I've never seen this this color. It, it was so black. It was it it was it was a color I've never seen before. It was like it wasn't a real color. It was I don't know. It just it was the darkest thing I've ever seen. And when the head turned and it's like the face. Telling the face where the face should be was even darker. It was I I, I can't explain it. I, I don't know how to explain it. And I and I really did for years I just I never thought that it could have been paranormal or it could have been anything more than, than a Bigfoot, you know? But now that I'm listening to other stories and 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 encounters that these things can do different things, 
I'm thinking, you know what? You know, I can admit when I'm wrong, but there's something more to this than than just an animal. You know, uh, two years ago, I, I would say when I first started talking about it, I, it's an animal. It, it's a, a dangerous animal, but it's an animal. But the more I've learned, and I hate to say it, but there's something more to this. This is just not an animal. There, there's something evil about this thing. And it it has, it, it scarred me so bad that there, there are times, like I said, when I got to that spot, there was no way I was getting out of the vehicle. No way. And when I heard that knock, a feeling come up, the hair on the back of my head stood up and it's like, get out of here. We gotta go. You gotta get out of here. This, this, it's here. It's here. Go, go, go. And I don't know why that popped into my head. I mean, I've heard since the 90s when I, when I heard this, I've heard not and everything, and it never dawned on me. But when I heard this one, everything, every fiber of my body said, get out. Get out. And so I listened to it. I just, I was gone. <laughs> I, I swear to you, I, I don't know how to explain it to you, but this color was a color that that I've never I, I I've never seen before. I did. It was so dark. It was it was a black that I can't explain. But where the face should have been, it was even darker, and it just seemed like it was like it was imploding on itself. You know, like I don't know how to explain it. Like, not like it was empty, but there was like there was there was something there, but there was nothing there. Like you could, if there was, you could see right through it, or you know, I, I don't know how to explain it. I saw like an ass trying to explain it because I have no idea what it was, but there was no face, and when it turned, it put the fear of God into both of us at the exact same time. And there's a reason why both of us got that scared. That's fast at the exact time, you know. That there's a, I don't know what it is, but there's a, there's there's a reason for it. Maybe someday somebody will be able to tell me what it was. But uh, I'm telling you, telling you, I don't ever want to feel that feeling again. That was that was a, a a fear that I've never felt, and I, I just I just thought I was dead. I I, I can't explain it. And like I said, when I heard that knock last year. Everything in my body said, run, run, get out, get out, get here. So I don't know. Maybe I was psyching myself out. I don't know. But I listened to it. I didn't wait to hear anything else. I was just up and gone. Yeah, man, I can understand that whole thing, man. I understand your fear of it. I can understand the PTSD behind it, things like that. Um, you know, that's why when I talk about this stuff and, you know, you hear people's stories like you have where it, it seemed very physical yet paranormal, clearly paranormal. I mean, if it doesn't have a face, how the heck does it eat? You know I mean? Things like that. Yeah. So it's like, there's gotta be something else going on here. And that's why for me, that's why I really lean strong towards the, um, the Enochian book of giants kind of. Uh, explanation where it's like, uh, you know, cause in the Bible, it doesn't say that uh, the fallen angels had sex with anything but women, but in Enoch and in the book of giants, it does say that they also did that with animals. And, uh, so that's my best attempt to explain why these things 
could have paranormal aspects at the same time be yet physical because uh, their fathers, their ancestral fathers were, you know, paranormal type entities. They were, they were angels that had special abilities, interdimensional abilities. And if they have uh, gotten any kind of traits passed down, you know, who knows, maybe they would mm-hmm. have that ability. Um, you know, I was just talking to my parents about this over Christmas and, uh, you know, I was telling them like, cause if you, if you think about it, you know, say you have most, say you have five sons, right? Not all mm-hmm. five sons are going to look the same. They're not going to have the same physical abilities as the, as the other, you know, one might become a professional basketball player. The other one might become uh, a carpenter because he, he didn't, wasn't skilled like that, but, uh, that's all in the DNA that you pass down to them. You're right. So maybe yeah. some of these things have paranormal type abilities and some of them don't because it just wasn't part of the DNA that they got, you know? Yeah. And listen to your show. I just bought the, I bought a book. Um, I think it's the, the five books of Enoch or, or something like that. Um, I, I forget what the name, the, but it's, I forget. It's uh, the book of Enoch. I heard on heard you talk on your show, um, so but didn't you say there was a a certain version to read above the other one? Um, yeah, uh, the, it's it's I, the first book of Enoch that you want. the The other books are very uh, sketchy. They're very. Um, there, you can't verify if they were actually written by Enoch. I think one was actually written 1500 years after, or not 1500 years. Was it? It might've been either. I'm even thinking 500 or 1500 years after Christ died. So, I mean, it's clearly not accurate. Uh, but the first book of Enoch, you, I, I, you can date it back. And I think that the first book of Enoch very well might've been the very first thing ever written ever that we have, or maybe not ever, but that we have today. Like it might be the oldest piece of written material that we have today. Uh, and in Enoch, it's, it's very, it, the first book of Enoch, it's very, um, it's written in current events. He's writing things down that are going on around him in real time. And, uh, so, I mean, it's very, it's very in very much in detail. And even in chapter seven, uh, verse five is what I was referencing earlier. Uh, it says, and they began to sin against birds and beasts and reptiles and fish and to devour one another's flesh and drink the blood. Uh, right there. I mean, what it talks about is the sinning against is the same reference that they, that they used in the Bible and things like that. They sinned against them. They had sex with them. Uh, they procreated. And so, yeah, the first book of Enoch is what you want to definitely check out. Okay. Okay. That's what I, um, I definitely wanted to, wanted to get that. Cause I'll be honest. And I think I even sent you a message, um, like about a year ago when I said, uh, come on, Tony, do you really believe that this and that you're like, yeah, Morris, I, I really do. I wouldn't have it on the show. And, and I started thinking, you know, maybe because I, I, I was ignorant. I mean, ignorant by not knowing. I, I knew nothing about paranormal anything. I knew nothing about infrasound or, you know what I mean? I, 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 I didn't. Um, and I, I was just basically being an ass about it. I, I, I didn't give people credit. Instead of, I wanted people to, to believe what I said, but I wasn't believing anything that they said because I was sure. still in that, that mind frame. But now it's kind of opened my eyes. It's like, you know what? 
you need to check yourself because a lot of the stuff that they're saying, I can put into my story, you know, because I didn't want to believe there was anything paranormal about what I saw. I don't, I didn't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that there's ghosts and stuff, but there are, you know, um, my sister has seen ghosts since she was a little girl. Um, my, she, we had an aunt that passed away when she was three years old and my sister don't remember her, but my mom would say that she would go downstairs at three o'clock in the morning. She heard my sister when she was like five or six years old talking and she saw something white go across the living room floor. And my sister would say, why did you come down? Mom, you scared aunt Minnie away. <laughs> but my sister don't remember her. I don't remember her, you know, but I've never seen anything. Like I said, I, I've never seen anything paranormal. I've hunted at night in graveyards with the, you know, tune hunting and stuff like that. And used to party in graveyards, never saw anything. Maybe I was just lucky, but too stupid to notice the signs. I, I don't know. But what, what I've learned is, you know, I don't, I don't know half as much as I thought I did. You know, I, I, I understand that now. It's like, you know, I'm going to learn more if I just listen instead of talking. Right, you know, and not and and understanding and giving people the benefit of a doubt because even though it might be hard to understand, that doesn't mean it didn't happen, you know. Exactly, and, and it, it's that that was a big lesson. And since I've done that, that's why I think you know uh, this had to be something more than an animal telling. <clears throat> sorry, just getting shook up a little bit. It, it had to be because. You know, all these years later and stuff, I'm still feeling this. And, and my gosh, this thing just walked in front of me. And I, I've heard people on your show that it's attacked them and their families. And, and how are these guys dealing with this? You know, and little kids and stuff. And I just had something walk in front of me, and, and, and I'm freaked out about it. But it, it's, it's amazing. You know, it, it's just amazing. But there's a lot of information out there. and um, but all the good information is being stomped on by these idiots out there making a joke out of it. You know, I, 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 I have, uh, Tim Renner, that guy from Pennsylvania, that author. I love, I bought all his books. I learned a lot. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of sightings, a lot of details from, you know, a hundred years of, of this. And, um, you know, like when I heard on your show, people, they used to say like wild man and stuff like that. And it's amazing that this has been around. People have seen this for all this time, but yet it's still like a, a deep, dark secret, like a family right. secret nobody wants out, you know, but I don't think it's going to be, they're going to be able to keep it. And even after like um, this last election, we found out that, there's parts of our government on either side, whatever, that, that are just pure evil, you know? We're not the good guys that we thought we were. There's parts of this, of our government that's just pure evil, that destroy people's lives, and things are coming out that, you know, 50 years ago, we're, we're just being so ashamed, and the way we're treating each other, so we all ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Just because we disagree doesn't mean we have to hate each other. Just because someone said they saw something, you don't have to destroy their lives. You know, don't don't ridicule them and everything else. Just because you might not even believe it, but let them go. Let 
let people live. But we just seem like now we want to pounce on everything. We have to label everything. And I guess I'm going on a rant. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine, man. It's fine. No, I, I totally understand what you're saying and everything. I mean, I was in a similar boat where when I first started, started really looking into the Bigfoot topic, I thought it was, if it was real, uh, because when I first started looking into it in my mid 20s, I, I wasn't sure. I wanted to believe in it, but I wasn't sure. Uh, but I was like, if it's real, it's a hairy monkey that we haven't discovered yet. And I started looking for evidences of why that's even possible and all this other stuff. And the more you dig into it, the more you hear people's encounters, uh, the more you're faced with a decision you have to make. Do you, do you think that all the people that are saying things that you don't agree with are lying or crazy Or are they, t- is maybe even one or two of them telling the truth? Because even if one of two of yeah. them are telling the truth, that there's something, something weird about this other than the fact that it's a giant, uh, quote unquote mammal that we haven't discovered yet. If there's something paranormal about it and one or two of them is telling the truth, it's going to rock your world. It's like, okay, well, how do I deal, deal with this then? And so I had to go mm-hmm. through those steps too and everything. I mean, seriously, I mean, when I first started my Bigfoot group on Facebook, uh, I, I was very much, it's a flesh and blood creature. Uh, if we see it, shoot it so we can uh, bring it in and prove to the world it exists. And the more time went on, the more I was like, there is something else to this. And I had to go through the, yeah. the phase where I actually, in my private time, thought that, okay, there is something more to this. I, and I started looking at the Nephilim thing and all that other stuff that I talk about now. I, I, it took a while for me to actually come out about it because I was like, people are going to freaking crucify me if I start talking about this stuff. And, 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 you know, Tony, and that was me. When I saw your show, that's what I was saying. I was like, this guy is crazy. And <laughs> he can't believe this. He can't believe this. And then I started thinking. I heard about infrastyle, and then I just called this thing just kind of didn't disappear, but just like was walking, and then it just wasn't there. And and I started thinking, you know what? They're right. This all could be true because, honestly, I was 15, 20 feet at the most away from this, and there was no face. And Bill, Mike got hit with the fear, like I've heard other people say. The infrasound. That had to be it because it just, uh, both of us aren't going to get that feeling at the exact same time. And that feeling of dread and fear, you know? And we did. We felt like we were going to die. Yeah. But, you know, my, my friend is one of doesn't, I don't know. I really wish, you know, I, I wanted to get him to come on, on here with me to talk to you. And I brought it up several times, but. I'm not going to push him. You know, I, that, that's fine. But uh, he actually has more stories than I do. You know, he he believed he, he believed more in paranormal stuff. He, he worked in uh, limestone mines that they, they stored uh, RVs and things in, and they would drive down into the mines where the other, he was kind of afraid, like, you know, being in there and be out of cave in, so he would never go in. And there's parts of it that they don't have lights in it. And he told me they would just go in there and park in the slow season and sleep. And he said they, him and his buddy, his co-worker, woke up one one day, you know, it's totally pitch black in there, and they saw, like, lanterns. And there was people, like, from the 
early 1900s um, <clears throat> with the, like the candle thing on her, on her hat walking and with the old style lunch boxes, like, I don't know, like you'd say, oh, like in the 1900s. And he said there'd be three or four of them that would just walk right in front and they would look in their thing, they had faces and everything, but then they just vanish. And, you know, he, he said he saw all that stuff, and I'm like, really, Scott? Really? But, you know, now, now that we started talking, I said, hey, Scott, I think there's something more to this. And he said, there has to be. He said, he, he felt evil. So, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't quite good at to say evil, but I, I, I could say, yeah, you know, but I feel weird because at first I didn't, I didn't say anything like that, but I didn't understand. I, you know, I just saw this big black thing walking in front of me, and I didn't have faith. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to explain it. Um, I can't explain it to you if I can't explain it to myself. It, it's... It's just one of those things, man, where it's a mystery that uh, is yet to be solved. And, you know, there's people out there that, you know, believe that they exist and they believe that the whole world should believe it, too. But the bottom line is, if in, unless we have a real specimen that can be looked at by certified scientists, uh, we got nothing. And until that happens till it's allowed to be to happen uh we just we're just a bunch of people who you know talk about the thing and we see it when we see it and that's that so uh mo listen man i I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and sharing your thoughts on it because uh uh it's a very interesting story especially the fact that it didn't have a face um it really lends to the idea that these things uh maybe not all of them but maybe some of them are as much physical as paranormal. So I really do appreciate you sharing your story, man. I thank you for letting me, you know, tell my story. And uh, I've learned so much from your show, Tony. You're doing a great job. I love the show. Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, please go ahead and share this show around social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, emails, the water cooler. I don't care how you share the show, but if you enjoyed it, please go ahead and share this show. And remember, we have another public show coming out on Thursday. And if you're a member, check the website because there's a new member show from yesterday and one coming tomorrow. So until Thursday, friends, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Bye. Pumpkin soul. In this town, don't we 